Quédate conmigo, él no te valora, yo sí te admiro, yo conozco tu piel. Quédate conmigo, yo sí te convengo, yo lo haría todo, porque no entiendes. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Not Your Basic Latina podcast, a podcast about living between completely different worlds and enjoying every minute of it. I identify as a Latina, but I am so much more than that. On this podcast, I hope to bring you more about Latinx, women, and people of color doing all the things from tech to music to film to books to true crime and more. My name is Anali Martinez Gonzalez, aka the Nueva Latina, and I am your host for this podcast. Today's episode Marca Unica versus South by Southwest. Happy South by Southwest, everybody! South by Southwest is officially back, y'all. I can't believe it's literally been a whole year since I launched my podcast in hopes of South by Southwest 2020. I literally started this podcast just for that event, and then a week after they canceled South by Southwest, we went into quarantine. This year, even if it's not fully back to normal, it's starting to feel a little bit like the old South by Southwest that we used to know. In season one of Not Your Basic Latina, I talked to you all about how TikTok introduced me to this whole new genre of music. Corridos Tumbados have become more popular in the last year thanks to social media platforms like TikTok. The new genre has brought so many new artists and record labels to the forefront. It has created a new generation of executives and artists in the regional Mexican music scene. This is what brings Marca Unica, a company dedicated to developing and representing new and emerging artists, to this year's South by Southwest online. For the first time in the 34-year history of South by, Mexican regional music will be presented as an official genre. Today we have Sarah, Yaya, Yasampana, founder of Marca Unica, and Diamante Perez, who will be making his headlining debut as the first artist under Marca Unica on the podcast with us. So welcome Yaya and Diamante to Not Your Basic Latina. So happy to have you both on the pod today. And so we talked a little bit about this before we started recording, um, but to tell me more about your journey and how South by Southwest is going and what you're excited for this week. Go ahead, Diamante. <laughs> um, I'm doing pretty good. I've uh, been a crazy week, but super excited for uh, this to show off already. We worked Uh, I know Yaya has been super stressed about this, but overall, I think it was very worth it. And I'm very excited for this to come up. I love your song, um, Quédate Conmigo. I've been playing it on repeat since I knew that you were coming to South by Southwest, um, even if it is online. So I'm very excited for you to show your music, you know, to the world, because there's going to be a lot of people tuning into that. Um, So the next question is for Yaya, I guess. But looking back at your career, what are some of the key moments that led you like to this point in time? Like, did you ever see yourself making South by Southwest history? Like, did you see yourself as that person to do that? 
No, I'm not, and it's like, I don't even think it's crazy. I still like, don't even like realize it, I guess. I'm just like, I'm just trying to like showcase artists that I listen to and that I like and that I'm friends with. So for me, I'm not even looking at it like that, but it's like cool. Cause it's like, as like, I'm, I was born and raised in Austin. So since we were little kids, we would go downtown and hang out and discover new music and new artists. And so it's like, it's cool. It's like, it's almost like it's came full circle for me. So it's just, it's, that part is really, really exciting for sure. Nice. Yeah. Amante, what about you? I mean, how has your journey been? Like, tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got here. And did you ever see yourself as one of the first artists to present at South by Southwest for regional Mexican music? Um, honestly, I've been playing guitar and singing since I was very, very young, but no, I, I really didn't see myself doing this at all. And me and Yaya kind of just, it was it was really out of nowhere. Um, I barely started releasing this kind of style of music, like, I don't know, like eight months ago, I would say, um, before I just played a lot of English music and Northenio music. I play accordion a lot for Northenio group. But yeah, me and Yaya came into contact out of nowhere and I never expected this to to come out of that for sure. Yeah, it was very, um, it was very organic. I think that's, it was like a, he just somehow, like the song, it just shuffled on my iPhone. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, right. It just like shuffled on my iPhone. I don't know how it, like an Apple music playlist or something. And I just remember playing it over and over and over. And I was like, who is this kid? Like, I couldn't, it's like, I've never even heard of this kid. And then I was like, maybe he has an Instagram. I went and looked at his Instagram and I was like, oh, okay. Like, we start following him and then I think I posted his song and then it just like made sense. I was like, I, I had never, ever, I've never hit anybody up on Instagram to like, Hey, like come to Houston. Like, let's talk about working together. And it just like made sense. We, you know, he met my closest group of friends, people that I work with. And it just like made, I kind of sent him like an action plan of what I wanted to do. And it just made sense, you know, and it was very organic and we work well. Um, he takes suggestions very well. Or if he's like, mm, no, I don't really want to do this. How about, you know, on, you know, it just, it just makes sense for us, you know, Yeah, for sure. Uh, and our personalities match up really well. So he's, I'm very introverted. He's, he's kind of introverted. And the thing I loved was I could take him out um, with my friends and he's not like, a fan like he just fits in and is just observant and you know I, that was my favorite thing and that's why for me it just made sense to sign him for sure yeah and then I guess like, kind of speaking of like when you're just scrolling and you just hear a song so that's kind of what happened to me like why I became interested in corridos tumbados or like that new style of genre um, was because I was on TikTok one day just you know doing the TikTok thing just scrolling and um, I heard this beat and it was kind of like hip hop, but with like a requinto guitar. And I, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, like, th I love this. What is this? And I went through this like deep hole. I just like went down YouTube. I, That's what happened with me too. Yeah, I feel you. Dude, yeah. And so it's like, it's, it's just so funny to me because I share this with my parents, right? I mean, we, we grew up listening to like Trio Los Panchos and to like Vicente and stuff, but like my parents do not like hip hop. They do not like vibe with it. They'll they'll like be okay with it. But I think it's so neat. Like, I guess like we grew up here, right? And so we have so many of those influences. Like, um, 
I guess for, I guess behind me, obviously it's like mostly hip hop that I've, I've been influenced by, but then to hear this new, I guess, generation of artists like Diamante, like who are taking our heritage, but like mixing it in with, you know, how we grew up is just amazing. So, I mean, that's how I ended up here too. That's why <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, that's really cool. I love when people who are interested in the same things, like find each other. It's really cool. And like, yeah, yeah, like I've been a fan of yours since I heard you on Clubhouse, but it was more because like I'm a civil engineer by trade and I've always been an advocate for women taking over male dominated industries. So when I heard you speak, I was like, she's doing her thing in her industry. And I love that. So but like, do you see yourself like as a role model? Do you see yourself as that person? Has anyone else told you this? No, not at all. And it's like, dude, the Amante will tell you, I'm like the most like casual, like non bougie person you will ever meet. I wear slides every day and leggings and hoodies like that's just to the point where like my friends are trying to have an intervention with me and are like, bro, like you own a record label, like you have to start like dressing up. And I'm like, no, I'm going to wear what I want to wear, you know, but no, I don't I don't see myself like that at all. I just like, I just want women to know that they can this is really important to me is that they can be themselves and they can make people fall in love with who they are as opposed to somebody that they're not all the while doing what they love, you know? So it's like, that to me is like, I stress that so much because it's like me dressing up in a suit and heels every day. That's not who I am. And I feel like people would be able to feel that that's just not me. Um, So I think, I don't know. I just, I want women to, know that they can do the same thing guys can do. I was just reading something the other day that there's only 15% of women are, are label owners. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. women, I feel like women are the ones that fall in love with the music first. Women decide what artists are going to pop. So it just makes more sense that more women should be in those positions for sure. Yeah, dude, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, And I guess I kind of talked about this for me, but Diamante, like, what are some of your musical influences? Like, who would you say for you has been one of your biggest inspirations musically? Um, I listen to a lot of, well, I didn't always, but now I listen to a lot of like Spanish, like alternative rock. And, but one of my favorite like all-time writers is Jos Favela. He does like a lot of, a little bit of everything, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Mariachi, but he also has done a couple of Sirreño songs. He has his own style, but his writing skills are so insane. And like, he inspired me to start writing music too, because I haven't always written music. And so, yeah, I think he's probably definitely one of my biggest inspirations. And so when did you start playing guitar? Like what, what age did you start playing and did you continue it? Did you take a break? Have you, so you've always played? I've been playing since fifth grade. My, my grandpa told me that if I moved to Ark City, that he took show me how to play the guitar and so I went to Arc City for one year and then my dad bought me a guitar and then I kind of just played music from there I played for the church for a long for a long time and then I played a lot of English music didn't really play too much Spanish music and then all of a sudden I don't know I just I don't even speak the best Spanish but I can write Spanish songs which is so funny to me and um yeah for some reason just in Spanish things just make so much more sense to me I don't know if like you guys experience that when you're talking, like you want to say something and you know what you just say in English, but it just sounds like more like sentimental in Spanish. So much better sometimes. Yeah. So I, mean, I don't like, know. I kind of ran into that. He, he's think- such a great songwriter. Like he, 
he sent me a song yesterday and I was like, did you just rhyme diseñador with Dior? Like he's just, <laughs> he's such a good songwriter and I'm just so excited. Like, cause so many people are like, where's the music? And I'm like, it's coming. Like, I'm telling you, like, we just have like a plan that we're following, you know? And, and, and I'm just really excited for people to hear like how good of a song. And it's like, he's so, um what's the right word like he's very soft-spoken but when you hear him sing in a studio it's like you don't expect this voice to come out of him you know it's really cool yeah for sure I know I saw the the music video for I think it was called baby yeah yeah so or like not the music video but I heard it but like on the cover I was like oh he looks so sweet but then his voice is like very powerful and so I was like oh my gosh like perfect mm -hmm. Um, I, I really like when people are pretty humble, um, even if they are, you know, art musical artists, I think that makes them so much better. Um, and I really like that you actually play guitar and write songs. Um, I'm very much for that. I have my guitar right here. Wait, yeah, right here. Oh, um, cool. I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to learn. It's, it's crazy because I've, my dad's played his whole life, you know, at every family party, there's a guitar somewhere. And none of us know how to play it like as well as him. And I, I'm, I made a decision one day and I was like, dude, before he, he goes, we need a, someone needs to learn it. Cause if we don't, if we don't learn it, then it's not going to carry on. Like it'll end, you know, there. Mm -hmm. So um, my brother has a guitar now too. So we're kind of like competing to see like who, who will be the, the one that takes over. But um, yeah. So what, I guess, is there anything you want to share with me? Like, what are you excited for? Do you think now that we're like opening the world back up, do you think that I guess Marca Unica is going to take off? Do you think there's going to be more things live? Um, what do you, what do you see in the next six months for y'all? Yeah. I mean, I just think I literally just launched in October. So what are we in? We're in March, mm -hmm. about, about six months. And to even be doing South by Southwest, it, and when the programming manager came to me, he was like, yeah, yeah, like, we really want to do this style of music. Like, do you think you can pull it off? You just, we, we're not sure if it's going to happen, but if so, and I was like, yeah, like, for sure. I mean, these are like people who already come and play at like my parties or they'll come play at the club or whatever. So I'm just like, yeah, like, I'll just hit my friends up to come and play, you know, but I definitely think like, I think we've, me and Diamante have really come up with a solid plan of just also just re-releasing the music and re-releasing the videos and you know just really linking him up with like the right tastemakers and the right um videographers and you know he's he this will be his third time coming to Houston and it's like I can see him possibly in the future moving to Houston to me I, I don't know if he'll tell you the same but it would just make more sense for him to be here and you know be able to work so I think once we get get all that figured out and I'll let him speak for himself on that <laughs> yeah like how do you feel I mean I feel like I mean like this take last night at the Grammys dude Beyonce Houston Meg Meg Houston and you know back in the day like when hip-hop was coming up and coming it was Houston Texas that put Texas on the map for that yeah. type of music so now like fast forward and like this new genre and these corridos tumbados Houston again is making that you know, the place in Texas to be that place for that music genre. So like, you, are, even see, you even see it in like the Corridos Tumbados coming out of LA, like all their, you know, they're talking about sip and drink and sip and drink. And, yes. That's our culture. Like we created that. You yes. Know? It's like 
to me, I'm just like, I, I think I just got to the point where I'm tired of labels coming to Houston and taking our talent because this is homegrown talent. It's here. It's all over the city. And I'm just like, there's no reason for somebody who under who truly understands the culture to be able to do something with it. And I think that was, that's what inspired me. I was like, all these, so many of these label owners, they're just like, I'm like, if I'm friends with them and I'm like, if they can do it, why can't I? And it just, it didn't make sense why I was, why I couldn't, you know? And I think that was like the major inspiration behind that, you know? For sure. And so what do you, where do you see yourself, Diamante? Do you think you're going to move to Houston? I think I would. I'm definitely not opposed to anything at this point in my life. I feel like I'd, I'd rather risk it all than play it safe for anything. And I love music. I mean, anybody that's very close to me will tell you like, that's literally like my life. Um, I am super excited though, because I think I've been writing the best stuff that I ever had in my life. And I think it's only going to get better as I become like more grammatically, like, I guess I learn things, you know, as I go yeah, for sure. and I'm seeing things and it's funny, just like, I remember Yaya was like, I'd really like to get you out here so you can experience things and maybe you can write on things and things like that. And I remember thinking like, I'm such a, <laughs> I'm such a simp when I'm writing, you know, like I'm writing like love songs or heartbreak songs. Like, how am I going to convert this to what I'm experiencing? And she was telling you about a song that I did yesterday and a lot of it was based off that first experience when I had went with her to the club and the things that I was seeing. And I'm like, well, how could I write about um, about a scenario like this? So that song is kind of about like if I was to fall in love with the girl that I had met at the club just in one night. Like I've always been like, oh, I think I could fall in love with somebody if I had just one night with them. I think I could like really fall for somebody. Yeah, yeah. And that's always been like, instilled in my head. So. I kind of wrote a song based off that. And I mean, I did get the song from Houston whenever I had went with her for that first time. So I don't know. I think I would not be opposed to anything. Yeah, I think, I mean, just Houston is is a vibe in itself. Like when you're there, um, it is it, it you do notice that you're in Houston, you know, um, compared to other cities in Texas. Obviously, I live in Austin, but like Austin's a different vibe, but yeah, I, I could see you going to Houston and writing a song after experiencing, you know, being there because it is, you know, different than other places for sure. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, so, like, Diamante is like a real, like, like romantico, like for real in real life. And it's like, I, I think that's like what we really want to bring back is like, everybody's talking about being a drug dealer and a dope boy and jewelry and cars mm -hmm. and is, and I'm like, whatever happens to like, you know, uh, love songs, like what happened to him? And he really writes those really well. And I think I'm like, that's what we're the most excited about is just seeing that put back in like to this new wave of music, you know, cause I feel like that's really missing. Like there, I don't really know, like, like where is like the heartthrob? There's not really a heartthrob. And I want, I think Diamante is going to be that guy for sure. You know? Oh yeah, for sure. And you could hear it. Like, I think that's why I've been playing Quédate Conmigo over and over because mm -hmm. like, you know, but like you hear, you hear like the romance in your voice and it, you could hear that it's coming from your heart. And so that's what makes it so interesting. And that's what makes it, you know, a bop or whatever. And I could, I could play that on repeat. And yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like looking back, I could think of love songs, you know, in the Mexican regional, like genre regional mexican genre 
but they're all like older folks. There's nobody like that I could think of that's like on the younger side. So, I mean, I could definitely see that coming from Diamante for sure. Yeah. Um, so there's there anything you all hope that the audience at South by Southwest like will leave with? Like, what do you want them like if they go to the showcase, like what do you want them to leave with? What is the one key takeaway? Wait for the Amante to answer. I know. Oh, okay. okay. It's your music. Um, I, you know, I think that, of course, I think everybody that played really has a lot of talent and they're really good. I think, but I don't think you should have, I don't think that should be the limit because I know that everybody could possibly, I, I know that there's more to come and even better to come. So of course, enjoy it. And it's going to be great, but expect better stuff because there is going to be better music coming out. And I, I think, I really do think that if things are done correctly, that this stuff could really blow up in a major way. For sure. Yeah, I agree. Um, definitely agree with that. And I'm, and I'm very, very thankful that the Amanta is like kind of just trusting my lead on it and I'm trusting him with the music. And it's like, it just, like I said, it just so far has worked um with us and I'm just really excited for like the world to hear his music but also I think the audience needs to remember that these were done in one take mm -hmm. um these were not rehearsed we did not have like three four takes these were literally mm -hmm. showcase these were done performances that were done on the spot so there might be some times where the audio levels are a little down um or you know we really just try to make it as we didn't want it to be perfect. And I was stressing myself out so much about it being perfect until the head of the festival was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to remember, like, we want this to be a live experience, but virtually. So don't stress yourself out about any, or there might be a time where you'll see like some of the wires in the background, or you'll see barf panning the camera or, you know, something like that. But it's like, I just, for me, I was just like, it's okay. It's not perfect it's representative of a live showcase and it just was fine. And after we got it done, I was like, look, at the end of the day, we all did the best we could. Um, and it's about the music, dude. And I'm really just yeah. excited for people to hear one of the groups, Ascenso Recio, they're 16 years old. They're mm -hmm. from Valle Rosa, Tamaulipas. They were singing yes. on three corners literally a year ago. Um, I've been working with them on just developing them as artists and their label little by little. So it's cool. You'll see like little parts where they look a little like, okay, what are we going to play next? And then they pick yeah. it back. Those are the parts that excite me because you, you see the truth in the performance, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean that, I mean, that's what it, what it was like. Have, I'm Diamante, did, have you ever been to South by Southwest? No. Yeah. I mean, but, but that's what it is. I mean, it's like that experience that you're like walking and then you like hear something coming out of a club and you're like, what is that? And then you walk in and it's like some random group and then you, you like them. So you stay there and that's the vibe. I mean, it really is. Yeah. It's like, it's really like go with the flow and whatever happens happens. So I, I I'm, I'm happy that it's going to be that way, you know, translating to online too, especially for y'all. I'm excited yeah. for that. Yeah. There might be a couple of parts where you're like, Oh shit, I got to turn the volume all the way up to like, here are the mic levels. And then I'm just like, I'm okay. I'm, at this point, I'm just like, it's okay. We got it done. Everybody showed up on site. You know, it's it was done right, you know? And so that's what I'm excited about. But um, thank you for having us, dude. We're like really yeah, dude. excited. I'm really excited. I'm really excited. I, I mean, I'm here in Austin. So I actually started my podcast last year 
for South by Southwest and then oh, everything wow. got canceled. So all my interviews got canceled, everything got canceled. And I was like, what is going on? But I mean, I had, I mean, I had content. Um, it was just now I'm like, okay, I'm going to get back into it. South by Southwest is my favorite um, just because I live here. So I, I didn't want to be like the voice right in Austin for Latinos at South by. And I really like your, your studio setup. Oh, it dude. Thanks. Cool. Oh, it's, it's my, yeah, dude. I, I, I just, I like, I don't know why I like being next to the record player. And it's, it's weird. Like I have my office upstairs, but I, I just don't feel like, like good there. You know what I mean? Like I feel good here. Yeah, no, I, get, I like those, I like those albums on the back. Definitely. Yeah, I know. I, I could see the Kanye one and it just makes me sad. It's okay. He'll, he'll come yeah. back eventually. <laughs> come back, please. <laughs> Well, awesome. Well, okay. Where can my listeners find you both on the socials? Uh, me, you can find me on Instagram. Um, my username is yaya dot and dot the dot city. So yaya and the city with periods in between every word. So, and then Marca Unica is Marca dot Unica on Instagram. My Instagram would be everything honestly is diamante underscore perez i uh-huh. try to keep it all the same as much as i can because no hombre, no olvido. yeah dude i know me too dude like right now i was like what is my password i have like three passwords <laughs> for the same things well awesome thanks so much to yaya and diamante for being on the pod today be sure to tune in to the marca unica south by southwest showcase premiering on friday march 19th 2021 at south by southwest online thank you for having us That's it for today's episode. Thanks so much for listening. You could have listened to any other podcast during this time, but you decided to listen to mine. And for that, I am extremely grateful. Be sure to subscribe to Not Your Basic Latina and rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. This show is fully listener supported. And you can donate at any time on Anchor to help me keep the show growing. Any amount really does help and goes a long way. This is Anali, a.k.a. The Nueva Latina, peacing out. Can't wait to be in your ears next time. Bye.